Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation. And gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. One more keyword to come for today on KFI at around 520. You find out what it is. You go to the website, KFIAM640.com. You enter that keyword, then you check your email. You could be a winner. That'll come up in about 15 minutes. Of course, the big story is the mass shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. This is a suburb of Chicago. Apparently, the scene from many John Hughes movies, such as Home Alone, the homes there are very nice. Um, a man, 21 years old, opened fire from a rooftop. We learned today that seven people have now died and over 30 have been injured. And because he had that perch, he was able to, in a very short time, he fired more than 70 rounds, shoot that many people. I thought of the Vegas shooter from a few years back who killed all those people who were at that music festival that was probably somebody else that this nutball studied. Uh, one of the things we learned this afternoon that a two-year-old boy was found underneath his father and taken away by people who were fleeing the mass shooting. His father's name is Kevin McCarthy, 37, 
The mother's eyes name is Irina McCarthy, 35. They both died. The little boy is alive. And apparently as they were fleeing with him, he was asking, where's my father? My mm-hmm. father going to come too. So another mm-hmm. horrific detail. His name is Aiden McCarthy, the little two-year-old So he lost boy. his mom and dad. He's orphaned. Yep. They okay. were, there are two of the seven victims. And, and this is what I'm saying. It's not, it's not worth putting the crazy guy in, in a mental hospital in advance and figure out what to do later. Just to say that, just just that story alone, isn't it worth it? Yeah, I. The battles over this would be extreme, though, in terms of all the people that you would round up and decide well, should be in jail because well, let, they might kill let, people. Let's see how many there are. They can scour. Uh, this would have to go to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point. <laughs> but 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 <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's it. We we used to have definitions of of mental mentally. Uh, deranged behavior in the past and we used to use them to put people away and then we've entered a period the last 50 years where anything goes and right, you're and, talking about uh, people that are a danger physically to themselves or others right but but the real problem is not somebody who has shown uh, a, a physical desire to attack yet but but somebody who has programming in their brain that is obsessive and is focused on violence is focused on a specific type of act I, I don't know how many guys, you know, have have uh, online collections of other people's mass murders, you know, photos and news clippings and, and drawings of the ones they're imagining and videos that they've created. I, I mean, let's let's focus on those and see how many there are. And the social media companies can figure that out pretty quickly because they do it. When it's when it's something to do with one of their woke issues, right? They they can hunt down all kinds of uh, hateful uh, writings and obscene photographs and political stuff that they find disagreeable. They're really good at that. So they can they can do this real fast. I'd like to see how many people would get swept up in that kind of a net. Well, I at least like the threat of that because I think that will get some of them to back off if they know that were onto them and they're being watched and they could possibly be taken in. Instead, these people just do this. They post all this crap. And then one day they decide, yeah, I'm going to do this today. Because they feed into each other because they're supporting each other. They're giving each other confidence. They're giving each other the drive to do it. This guy was, was, was talking about this online. These chat rooms are breeding this. So the other aspect of this, is the fact that we learned today that in 2019, police went to the home twice. Earlier in the year, it's because he threatened to kill himself. Second time, he threatened to kill everybody in the family. So (laughs) they removed a whole bunch of knives. There were 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword. I don't know if they were all in his possession or they're just like kitchen knives. But listen to this. Later that year, in 2019, would be December... He applied for a license. The Illinois State Police, which issues gun licenses, said the gunman applied for his license when he was 19. His father sponsored the application because he was underage. Well, you can't. What kind of a father is this, considering this guy was either going to kill himself earlier in the year or kill the whole family? Well, the thing, we have a lot of those guys, too. We have a lot of wacky fathers and mothers. The mother was apparently insane, and the whole town knew she was insane. You know, she she was some kind of uh, 
what she was, was she, an energy specialist? An energy I'm not, healer. I'm not, yeah, not, not an electrical energy, but like the psychic energy. Yeah, I, they probably use gemstones and such yeah, to okay. heal people. So, so she's she's deranged, too. And and so is the dad, okay? And, and now their genetics mix together and produces this freak. You look at him, and you first thing you think, well, what a freak. You know he was beat up every day. Of course he was. So that's only going to make him angrier and crazier. Because you, that's why you don't let your kids go to school with tattoos on their face and their hair dyed red. They're gonna get the crap beaten out of them. You know, you, 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 that that that's you're creating a serial killer or you're creating a, a, a mass murderer. Robert Cremo the third actually grew up in this area, and you're right. His father was a longtime deli owner who ran for mayor in 2019, but did not win. But most people that are talking say the mother was really out there and apparently still lived in the family home. The parents broke up. The son lived in an apartment behind his father's house along with an uncle. Mm. And the uncle just said, we didn't know what he was up to. Mental illness. Who knew? Mental illness gets passed down from generation to generation and sometimes is widespread in each generation. There are crazy families, crazy genes, crazy dynasties. There are. It's, 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 like, it's, it's a medical fact. So he was an aspiring rapper with the stage name Awake. Mm -hmm. uh, in one animated video since taken down by YouTube, Cremo raps about armies walking in darkness as a drawing appears of a man pointing a rifle. Apparently everything he did, most of his images online were violent. Mm -hmm. Everything was about okay. killing, beheadings. Beheadings, there you go. <laughs> How hard is that to identify? He posted multiple pictures, including a beheading. I don't know. I don't he researched mass killings. Between this and all the mental health problems with the homelessness, th that, that's our Achilles heel in the society. We, we don't even want to address it. There's something about mental illness that makes people just like walk away and mutter to themselves. No, no, nobody wants to talk about this publicly. Nobody wants to say the truth. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's, it's, so, it's behind so much of the problems we have to deal with. So after his father got him a uh, license to get a gun when he was 19, when he turns 21, he buys two assault rifles along with three other types mm -hmm. of guns. Yeah, then there's that. It says here it's unclear why the previous incidents were not flagged when he legally purchased the hey, weapons. You know what? I have clarity because people in government don't do their jobs. They don't care. They don't want to go through the trouble. And that includes a, a, a lot of police, too, when they're given this situation. They don't do what they're supposed to do. And the parents don't do it either. If you have that many people, I'm sorry, you have that many people who should have done something and they didn't, uh, then you, you've you really got the community at fault. The community created the tragedy here. Everybody helped. Everybody who went to school with him, they taught him. I don't know if he worked. But everybody who came into contact with him for years saw that he was a lunatic. And if you're just going to let it happen, then, hey, you're going to get a mass shooting on your 4th of July parade. Don't know what to tell you. You had your chance. Uh, you, he, he made it clear. It's like the Uvalde guy, right? Same thing. So if you don't want to do anything, then hey, don't come complaining that, oh, this is horrible. Look what happened. Here. Well, what do you think? What do you think these guys are going to do? That's what these guys are going to do. And they're doing it every week. And there's going to be more of them. Apparently, the uncle said everything was normal on Sunday. He just sits there and looks at his computer all day and night. Yeah, well, that, that's, that is severely unhealthy, considering what he's looking at and what he's creating. That's the rap videos, the rap music, that's severely unhealthy. That's sick and destructive.
It looks like every image she was posting and looking at was was violent. Well, stuff. yeah, yeah. That, that do you know anybody who does that? I don't. I don't know any. I don't know a kid who does that. I don't know an adult who does that. If somebody does that, that that's a sign. It's like eventually the kid's going to blow. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to become a dairy farmer. He's going to open up an accounting practice. What is the only path a kid like that's going to take? It's going to be a shooting spree. Or, you know, maybe a murder-suicide against his mother or something. All right, we got more coming up. Uh, Right after we return, you'll get the last keyword of the day, which you can enter on the website to possibly win $1,000. Johnny Ken, KFI. All right, Robert Cremo III is the person that has now been formally charged, known as Bobby with the mass shooting in Highland Park that has taken the lives of seven people and wounded more than 30 others. They say he planned this attack for weeks. And, of course, the other tidbit we picked up today is after he shot from the rooftop of the building, he had put himself dressed up in women's clothes mm. to hide his tattoos and blend in with the crowd. Well, even he knew he looked crazy, huh? So with the mayhem that ensued afterwards, he fled with the crowd to his mother's house where he grabbed her car. She didn't know he was the shooter. She's kind of a wacky person, too. And he took off. It took eight hours to find Mm -hmm. him. Um, We're learning, of course, more about more about his online posting. But the guy who sold him the guns. Okay, this guy walks in with his. Crazy tattoos and, and hair. It's like don't don't. If oh, you're that's the, probably standard. If for, you're if you're the gun shop owner, don't you take a step back and say uh, no? There's probably <laughs> plenty of people with tattoos that buy guns. Not right? on the face. The face. The, the face, face and the neck. Yes, that's the danger zone. Uh, that is absolutely a hundred percent danger zone. Face and neck. That's that's gang members and and complete evil mental patients. Uh, they found at least 17 YouTube videos belonging to Cremo, and some of them he's just happily skateboarding and uh, clowning around with his friends. There's another, though, where it appears that, uh, well, it's a black and white video. Taken with a selfie stick. Shows a glum figure that looks a lot like Cremo walking through a neighborhood. And another, he's got a newspaper with a Lee Harvey Oswald headline mm. that's seen over his shoulder. That, of course, is the JFK killer. You know what I think also is different about now compared to, you know, years ago is you can create an artificial world with all this technology. You know, you could walk around and create, uh, you could first of all, you could sit on video games for a long time, right? That's been around for decades. But then you could just immerse yourself in your own creations, your own video, your his own weird rap music. And he could put this out on social media and get fans. And suddenly he's got an ego boost. Because remember, these guys are ignored all their lives, right? Everybody hates him. Parents ignore him. Other kids hate him. Everybody's beating him up, making fun of him. But now he could, he could you know, market his, his freakiness. As, as entertainment, and then just spend the day immersed in his own fake, weird world that he's created. That's got to do something to your brain and your sense of consciousness. Well, there is also a video that has footage of a young man in a bedroom and a classroom, along with cartoons of a gunman, people being shot, and a voiceover says, I need to just do it. It is my destiny. Mm-hmm. Everything has led up to this. Nothing can stop me, not even myself. Is there such a thing as free will? Or has this been planned over like a cosmic recipe? 
It's what I've been waiting for in the back of my head, ready to be awakened. It's what I was sent here to do, like a sleepwalker walking steady with my mm. head held high. All right, when was that posted? When was that created? Well, How many people say? saw it? It's Got an it. archive of 17 YouTube videos, but it doesn't say uh, when he... See, oh, eight I, months ago. Eight months ago. Right. So he had followers, right? Oh, he did because he okay. was a rapper. He apparently... Uh, he, he claimed that he had $100,000 in, in okay. salary now, and money. Now, any, anybody with just a, like a tiny bit of uh, knowledge about psych psychiatric problems would see that he has an obsession here. He has a compulsion. He's constantly thinking about this over and over and over again. It's, it's, it's filling his brain all day. And eventually he has to act out to, to, just to relieve the pressure. You know, he's, fa he's dreamed of this moment. He's fantasized about the moment. He's like, he's like kids who dream about, you know, throwing a touchdown in the Super Bowl, hitting a home run in the World Series. And in his competition, in his league, it is to take out as many innocent people at a Fourth of July parade. Especially since all those people represent all the pain he's gone through in his life, because everybody oh, yeah. like hates I said, him. He, he decides his destiny. You have to understand there is a logic to what they do and the way they execute it. The the motive is all the abuse he's had all his life, all the rejection, all the bullying and the insults and the beatings and this and that. That's the motive. He's now evening the scoreboard. Now he's got the weapon. Now he'll take everybody out. It's like, look at that. Look how big and powerful I am. This this motive nonsense. The motive is revenge against all the people or the representatives of the people who's given him all this lifelong pain. And he's going to take care of it in about 30 seconds. And he did. Mission accomplished. Success for the first time in his life. Yeah. And, of course, they have since removed all the images. YouTube has removed all the images. Spotify apparently is another place that he posted some yeah, of his violent now, imagery. Sure. Now they do. Now they do. Now is when the public ought to see this stuff, and then uh, look in your you look in your kids' uh, uh, social media section and see not only if your kids are doing it, but if they're following other kids who do this. See, I think he was the only kid in Highland Park like this, the only one, obviously, right? So this idea is like, oh, there's too many out there. No, there's not. In Highland Park, there was one kid. You had to you had to go into one set of social media uh, libraries. One YouTube, one TikTok, one Facebook, one whatever. One Discord chat room entry. One. All right, so you go and you pick them up, right? Let's say this was a week ago, and you're seeing this stuff on Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, all the places that he posted this stuff. All right, so you bring him in. He gets a lawyer. How long can you hold him? Look, you want to hold them forever. We right got to change the laws. We, we got to say these are symptoms. Just that like we have to do with the homeless, right? right? But no, no, you change the laws. Hey, there's work to do here. We got a new society. We don't have the society of 1952 here, okay? We got the society of 2022. This is what's going on. 1952, I don't know how many how many of these uh, sh mass shootings were there. I, I don't remember any as kids when I was a kid. I don't remember uh, mass shootings. So uh, this is something new, and there's a lot of technology that's feeding into this. I, there was this one kid. So the whole community, I don't know how many people live in Highland Park, but the whole community, all the, all the social workers and counselors, God knows how many freaking counselors these school systems have, right? And psychiatrists and psychologists and this and that, the other thing. You can't identify one guy who goes on for years demonstrating a set of, a set of behaviors that we have seen almost every week over and over again for how long now? Like 20 years we've seen this guy? If you're not if you claim you can't do it, it's because you don't want to do it. 
Yeah, I, the other side wants to just take guns away. Good. Go, go, go have a crack at that. See what happens. It's you that's know what's a it, big task. It is great. You know what's great? It and is, with the Supreme Court that's not ruling that way. It is great to have an issue that you know you will never succeed at because you know you could beat on it every day and you know you could put together an organization and make money off it, right? There's always going to people can contribute to the gun control organizations and you could always pocket, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. And you could always go on TV and you'll get a seat at the table to talk on TV and get more money to come in. And you know you can't ever succeed at that. I, I love these safe issues that people have that create they create careers for themselves and there is no chance they're ever going to win. There is no chance you're going to do this gun control that you that you uh, constantly prattle about. No chance. And you know there's no chance. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. And- well, the California primary was June 7th. Today is July 5th. They are pretty much finally done counting the votes. 84% of L.A. voters voted by mail. Very few people are bothering to go to a polling place anymore. Which is why, since it looks like a huge percentage of the 84% put it their mail their ballot in the mail pretty late that they sit there and sort through them for weeks and weeks and weeks and what we have learned from their latest release of the numbers uh karen bass really widened her lead over rick caruso for la mayor remember the day after which was june 8th he had like a five-point lead but uh, as I mentioned, only 16% of the vote came in that day from people at polling places. And probably not a huge percentage of the 84% of mail-in vote had been received yet. So they sorted through it and they put out results Friday, the latest, which they claim is pretty much all the vote count. And he has, she has a significant lead. Nevertheless, she didn't get 50%. So they will be in a runoff in November. However, we don't know how many people will vote. And if it's the same people, well, it's likely she'll probably pick up the votes for the other candidates, like the miserable Kevin DeLeon, who only got <clears throat> single digits. Uh, meanwhile, the Times has put out a map of how people voted by precinct in the city of Los Angeles, a color coded map and john was right when he announced this a couple of weeks ago caruso really did best on the west side it looks like uh he really got people in those precincts and he's actually from the west side but, to vote but, heavily for him yeah and the valley he got much of a like the western he valley did his Northern margins valley. are smaller in parts of the valley but he did get a lot of the valley yes uh this, all right so so you have Traditionally, the most liberal part of town that produced Mike Bonin, for God's sakes, right? And they went yeah. for Caruso. And they're but, often the voters. You often don't get as many people turning no. out well, in other that, neighborhoods. Well, that's what happens is now in the poorer communities, the vote, the, the vote totals are much, much higher because there's this mail-in thing, right. this mail-in ballot. Now, I, we've, taken, we've taken a large group of people who historically didn't bother to vote— and now they're voting, and they're voting for the most extreme leftist candidates. 
not just Karen Bass, but a lot of these uh, city council races uh, swerved way left. As bad as the current city council is now, some of these incumbents are running against people who are really certifiably insane. <laughs> They're so far left. And so what is what is this group of people voting now who never could be bothered to go to their local uh, polling precinct? And, and now they vote for the most extreme. Is, this is also, I wonder about the ballot harvesting. I, I'm yeah, just, I, I, I mean, I really do, because I'm wondering if the ballot harvesters are going door to door and getting people to vote who really don't know what they're voting on and don't particularly care. I find it weird that there's such a huge increase in voting just because they can mail it in. And all of the increase goes to her. It's, right, exactly. Did you see the other headline? That it really also uh, became a big reason why progressive city council candidates are going to win. Yeah. Not that we like Gil Cedillo, but he's out. Okay. So are these people really all... And I think your friend, the, uh, what is he, the cruise ship singer? or uh, uh, <laughs> Mitch O'Farrell is out. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're, they're still in, in the... Uh... They're horrible, but, but they're going to be replaced by activists. Okay. I think they're a social worker organizers or don't, something I've been reading. Don't you think there's something going on here? That the activists have figured out how to go door to door and convince people who don't care, who aren't paying attention. Here, vote for this guy. Vote for this woman here. Here. In fact, here's the sample ballot. Just copy this. Or is it really as simple as because I can vote by mail? Eh, I might as well. All I got to do is... But uh, they all vote in, this, in the same direction? That is odd. Yes, I, I mean, I mean, it is. It's extremely lopsided here. It Sh is. Shouldn't there be? She got like all of the late vote. Karen Bass right. did all, all of the of late mail-in vote. <laughs> okay, so that, doesn't that make you wonder? Is this a, an organized effort? I'm not even saying it's an illegal effort because harvesting is legal. But one side, the progressive side, has really figured out the system. I was reading an article today. Uh, you remember Dick Morris? He, he used to be Bill Clinton's advisor, and he's now advising Trump. And he said the Republicans have to figure out how to do the ballot harvesting. The Democrats did, and it's making a huge difference. And that's why the late votes that came in. Oh, yeah, the presidential election, right, those key states, they he, all went for Biden. He goes, he goes, if that's the game now, then the Republicans have to learn how to play it. Now, we don't really have Republic, a Republican Party here, and even Caruso is running as a Democrat. But uh, the, the people who have moderate tendencies, <laughs> less insane tendencies, have got to learn how to play this game because I think the activists have nailed it. Somebody has to do an analysis of people that really never voted until mail-in voting came about. Right. Find out who they are. Yeah. Because I, sadly, I suspect the way this is going is we're going to find out that they were mostly uh, the poor, disenfranchised yep. people who but just the, didn't bother it, because they didn't oh, feel like even going to a polling right. place. But they, do, you think, do you really think they want to vote for candidates who are going to bring you more homelessness and more crime? Yeah, they don't see it that way. Well, do but what I'm saying, do they see anything? Do, <laughs> no, are are they really aware of what's going on, or are they just from the ballot harvesters going door to door, getting getting pushed into filling out their ballots a certain way? Strongly, strongly suggested. 
coerced, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I, I mean, there's something here because the, the 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 people in these neighborhoods suffer from these policies the most. The West Side people are pissed off, right? But they wall themselves off to some extent. And it, and it, it bred a lot of complacency up to a point. And then finally, there's been a backlash this year. But the people in the poor neighborhoods who are now, on uh, the face of it, voting for absolute lunatics. These aren't even Democrats. These are people with the Democrat Socialist of America crowd. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are they're voting for anarchy candidates. Uh, yeah, listen to this. Uh, the woman that's unseating Gil Cedillo is a community activist by the name of Unisys. No, it's not Eunice. It's Unisys. Mm-hmm. Unisys Hernandez will become the city council's first abolitionist. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. When I saw that word, I thought, Wait a minute, abolitionist? An advocate for dismantling prison systems, jail facilities, and law enforcement agencies, and moving okay. all the money into mental health care, addiction services, affordable housing, and anti-poverty okay. programs. Uh, oh, isn't that magical? And I have seen the polling for blacks and Hispanics on those issues, and it, 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 they, they're voting just like white people. They're overwhelmingly in favor Well, of they didn't in Cedillo's district. But I know, but I'm saying, do they know what it is they're voting for here? If these are people who historically did not vote very much, because usually the turnout is really low. And now with mail-in, it's really high, but they're voting for candidates which are completely at odds with the way they poll. The puzzle pieces don't fit here. They don't. There is no difference between the number of blacks who want a strong police force and the Hispanics and the whites. It's pretty high across the board. It's universal. It's not political. So now there are going to be three on the L.A. City Council. We already know about Nithya Raman, Democrat socialist, this woman, Eunice Hernandez. And the third one is the one that beat the cruise ship singer. Mitch O'Farrell is beaten by a labor organizer called Hugo mm. Soto-Martinez. He was also backed by the Democrat socialists. Okay. There's now, going to be now, three of them on the now, city council. How, you imagine the madness they're going to propose? Now, how many people do you think identify with the Democratic Socialists of America, which is basically an anarchy organization? How many people actually identify with those? I don't think they, the way people didn't know they were voting for George Gascon's anarchy, that's what's happening here. Low, f- turnout, low turnout elections where they finally, organized the ballot. This is why they implemented ballot harvesting for this purpose. In your district, this Aaron Darling has a six point lead over Tracy Park. That's the race to replace Bonin. They are in a runoff. But I think she was ahead by a little bit in the first vote and, count. And he, 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 Aaron is a he. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, is, He's uh, just a Bonin clone. A Bonin baby, yeah. No, it's a Bonin baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to get the same mess. I hope she can pull it off in November now, now, or something. The, the, the turnout is completely different in a, in a you know, national midterm election. We're gonna, people are going to be voting. Well, it's usually higher than the primary. It's much but, higher, yeah. But who are they going to be? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. There could know. be more of these people be, well, that elected be, this crowd. Be, I'm saying these 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 ballot harvest. I'm telling you, the Democratic Socialists of America. They are well funded by very wealthy people who have this political bent, and um, they know what they're doing. It, it's like the DAs, like Chesa Bodine and, and Gascon got in. This is part two now. Part two of the infiltration is all right. Let's get on the city councils. And then right. things are going to go haywire, and then suddenly in two or three years, we're going to be talking about, oh, look at all these recall movements going on. 
All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Tomorrow will be a pretty big day. During the 2 o'clock hour, the group behind the recall effort against L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon are going to bring all the signatures to the L.A. County Registrar of Voters. We were not able to learn how much of a cushion they have. All we know is that they do have more than 567,000, which is the minimum they need to qualify this for the ballot. We know the Registrar of Voters will throw probably too many out. So we hope it's a big cushion. We'll probably find out exactly what their signature total is. They'll probably announce something tomorrow during their news event. That's going to happen in the two o'clock hour. We'll probably have a guest on later in the show from the recall to tell us how much. I think one of the saddest stories I saw during the last July 4th weekend, which is indicative of the state of the world we live in, even though it's kind of a small thing, is the story that the El Segundo Times did on the peanut vendor at Dodger Stadium who has been known for years to toss the peanuts. He apparently has quite a routine. I actually have seen him do this. I can't remember when it was. It was a while ago. His name is Roger Owens. He can throw it with accuracy, like behind the back, without looking. Oh, I've seen him on television. Yes. He gets it right to the person that's purchasing between his legs. He's got all sorts of maneuvers. He's been on The Tonight Show. He pitched the peanuts at presidential inauguration festivities. He's done it in movies, television series. Uh... Uh, he's apparently had the famous people who came to his wedding because he's known as the very entertaining peanut vendor. Um, Don Sutton, who was a Dodger pitcher, said at one time, I would have trouble hitting a wall 15 feet away if I tried to throw a bag of peanuts behind my back. It's definitely easier to throw strikes with a baseball than it is to do what this guy does. The bottom line here is he has been told after all these years, he's done this since 1962 when the stadium opened. He can't do it anymore. <laughs> he cannot throw the people. Well, there's a bunch of... Because it's too dangerous. There's a bunch of jerks who run levy restaurants. They run the concessions at Dodger Stadium. and They levy... don't want the liability, huh? What's the liability? He's Somebody been... gets hit with a bag of peanuts and Wait, sues? Well, who was that? It's 60 years he's been doing it. How many thousands of games? How many hundreds of thousands of peanuts has he flung? Who got hurt? I have not seen a story. I mean, I, I looked in this story, and uh, in fact, who wrote this story? Was this uh, uh, Bill Shaken? He's a sports writer. He said, "I, I asked, uh, I asked the Dodgers what they had heard from fans about the change." whether the team had agreed to it and whether the team had tried to facilitate a possible compromise. And the two Dodger spokespeople did not respond. Um, apparently, the argument in court usually is that fans assume all risks of attending a game. As you know, foul balls have hit people. Sure, in case you get a, a, a peanut bag <laughs> in the face. But um, he couldn't get an answer as to whether anybody had ever been injured by a peanut bag. Well, because how could in you get least injured two by a instances, peanut bag? Right. In two instances before, in 1976 and 1985, bans on throwing peanuts were introduced and then rescinded. Well, this should be rescinded. This is stupid. This is this is uh, an entertainment. This this guy's had a great life. 
He's 79. At 79, you say you can't do it anymore? <laughs> but I hate this world. Don't you hate this world? What lawyer? What, what, what wormy little executive at Levy Restaurants? And why don't the Dodgers tell that wormy executive off? <laughs> the liability lawyer. Jesus, they all ought to be taken away. Yeah. I, you're right. I guess that's because they, they just took over the contract, I guess, is why they... He took, apparently Owen didn't really want to. Owens didn't really want to talk about it because he just, you know, he's got kind of a nice old guy and he didn't really want to get involved the in is, the controversy. You know for but he admitted he's been told not to do it. For a hundred years, it didn't bother them if somebody got uh, knocked out by a batted ball or a baseball bat. Right? It took them a hundred years before they put up netting. Now all of a sudden, a peanut bag is dangerous because apparently it's pointed out that it's a projectile that you assume the risk and. A, a batted baseball is a projectile, as I guess would be a tossed <laughs> peanut bag. Yes. Coming at how many miles per hour is that peanut bag? And where is it actually uh, exactly going to injure you? Where is it going to hurt you? Because it says a fan did sue because he was injured by hot coffee spilling on him at a concession stand. And apparently the Dodgers cited ticket language that releases the entities from liability from incidents prior to, during, or subsequent to the actual playing well, of the game. it should be. If Not limited to the danger of being injured by players, other fans, thrown bats, or thrown or batted balls or other objects or projectiles. Right. So they already have a waiver that has stood up in court. You don't have to go into the stadium. You but don't have to watch the But that would be the Dodgers. The what about this company that uh, runs Oh, the this peanuts. is made up. This is invented. This is invented nonsense. I'm telling you, there's so many headache people in the world. They're headache people. Too many lawyers. Lawyers, yeah, they're, they're obsessed with liability. They're obsessed with like a one in a billion thing happening. 60 it's, years of tossing peanuts and he's not allowed. Yeah, free it's Roger. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, what, free Roger. Yeah, really. He's a hallmark at the stadium. This is a joke. I, I the amount of bags of peanuts I've caught from this man growing up is unbelievable, but... I mean, oh, how old is... was the victim? Was it a Gen Z kid? No. <laughs> it's a accurate. <laughs> yeah, who 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 started this? We have to get names from the Levy restaurants. We should follow this up and find out who the weasel is at Levy restaurants. You know, they shouldn't this. they shouldn't hide behind anonymity. It's usually a lawyer. Yeah, I want to know the name of the lawyer. I want to know the guy. I want to see a his law photo. firm that probably advises them. I want to see. Gotta stop well, the those are, it's all people. It's people deciding this. And these people oh, always is, yes. hide in anonymities. All right. Um, so who's doing the news? I forgot your name. Andrew Caravella. Andrew Caravella. There you go. And who's doing the show next? Mo Kelly. Mo Kelly. How about that? Right. See, John, you're out of practice. You just got back. You don't know anybody's name. Nobody tells me. Uh, John and Kent Show, KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.